The stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I'm your host, The Man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. On this episode, we are continuing with our review of the player cards in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. This time around, we're taking a look at the Guardian and Survivor multi-class cards. There are three of them, Sledgehammer Level 0, Sledgehammer Level 4, and Protective Gear. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Just a quick reminder of how we rate cards here on The Whisperer in Darkness. The best of the best get an Elder Sign, while the worst of the worst get an Auto Fail, and the cards in between get a plus one, zero, or Elder Thing, respectively. Cards that you build around or are good in one particular investigator get a Blessed Token, while cards that we believe are destined to end up on the optional list of taboos or that are just bad for the game get a curse token. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. The Arkham Horror LCG community is amazing, and these people have gone above and beyond to bring you content like these reviews. If you'd like to support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Cole Monroe Chitty for the art that graces the channel, Nicole Fiscus for the new Whisper in Darkness logo, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for the intro as well as the overlays. Thank you very much. I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. We are back with our review of the player cards in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. This time we're going to take a look at the Guardian slash Survivor multi-class cards. We are starting off with Sledgehammer, level 0. It has uh, It's a 3-cost asset that has a combat skill icon. Item, tool, weapon, and melee traits. As an action, you may fight. You get minus one combat skill value and deal plus one damage for this attack. For two actions, you may fight. You get plus two combat and deal plus two damage for this attack. And the sledgehammer has uh, takes up both hand slots. Uh, what do you guys think about this one? So I just played a game with this, and it was effective we were playing tfa and being able to kill three health enemies effectively was nice the fact that you get a pretty sizable bonus and then you get to deal that damage in the two actions you were going to spend dealing that three damage likely anyway is fine and the fact that it doesn't use any resource like ammo or supplies or anything like that is also nice so it's pretty serviceable i think but I don't know if I would include it in most decks, just simply because I think there are better options in Guardian mm -hmm. specifically. Maybe in Survivor decks, but I don't have too much experience with Survivors in this card yet. So, Yeah, that's the key. The fact that it's a level zero way to deal three damage in a single test, like that's that's pretty good. Like that you don't really see much of. I do admit, I, I kind of like how it's designed where it takes the same amount of actions as you would have to do with like an ammoed level zero weapon like the 45 automatic it takes the same amount of actions to deal with a three health three health enemy so that's that's kind of cool it's kind of elegant the way they designed it i'd say the, the top part is like don't even bother with that like mm -hmm. you're not taking this card to be able to deal two damage attacks you're you're taking this card to be able to deal three damage attacks so if you compare it to like the baseball bat the baseball bat it gives you plus two which is very good for a, um, a level zero weapon it deals two damage but it might break Okay, so if you compare it to the baseball bat, if you want to take down a three health enemy, you've got to make two tests with the baseball bat for the same amount of actions as the sledgehammer, and there's also two chances of the baseball bat breaking. So I'd say in that situation, if you're dealing with three health enemies, sledgehammer is pretty good. If you're dealing with two health enemies, sledgehammer is less good. Yeah. Yes. 
this weapon's kind of cool. It feels like a it feels like a nice. It goes up in that in that hall of level zero guardian as uh, level zero survivor weapons pretty well. I think guardian has enchanted blade, which kind of does the job a bit better. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because enchanted blade can deal one damage attacks pretty efficiently. Well, and two damage attacks pretty efficiently. That's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, so this I one, think for this a survivor, one, this is great. Yeah. This one seems Sega. very much designed with with Daniela in mind because she has five combat, and if you are using that first ability, she's hitting with a four. I've got to say though, I am not a fan of that minus one combat skill modifier, even if I'm using a a, a guardian like Daniela or Mark because enemies tend to have average to above average fight values and so even taking a minus one seems pretty painful and uh, personally I was in my Daniela deck I've just been using other weapons normally I would have an issue with this requiring two hand slots but uh, I think this is less of an issue in an investigator like Daniela since she only has one intellect and She's probably not investigating with flashlights anyway, so she's not going to fill up her hand slots with other tools, so just having a, a sledgehammer is, is fine. But it does deal with three health enemies efficiently, and I could see how this would be pretty good if you're looking at playing on Harder Expert, so you are sort of combining, one, you're making one test rather than two, which is important at when you're playing on that skill level so you you can really juice one test rather than have to make two tests and the odds of failing one of those tests is is a great deal higher in that uh, in that particular difficulty level so how would you uh, rate this one i'm gonna give this one a solid zero uh, if you're killing three health enemies with this it's really good but if you're in dunwich or something and there's a lot of two and four health enemies this card is Play, play another weapon. Yeah, I think I'd agree with Zero. There is, however, I think a couple of opportunities to build kind of an interesting deck with Sledgehammer. So if you have a good amount of alternate ways to deal damage besides the weapon attacks, I think the Sledgehammer gets a lot better. Case in point, the dogs. So if you have dogs in the deck, you can have the dogs do single action, two dam say two damage attacks, like if you have two dogs out. And then you can have the sledgehammer to do double action three damage attacks. I think the fact that you you have multiple tools all out at once, in this case sled dogs and sledgehammer, sled, sled, the sled deck, you have all that out there. I think then I think the sledgehammer really works. It's more of like a tool like a specialist tool where you're not gonna use it every attack. I think mm. then it gets really good. You could use but, Brand uh, of Cthulhu as well. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that. or like Brand of Cthulhu. Yeah. So there's actually some like interesting opportunities if the idea is that your sledgehammer is not always your primary weapon so i'm gonna give this a zero but uh i think there's some good opportunities for this thing yeah it doesn't go on all decks but it's useful yeah i'll give it a zero as well i i can appreciate the power even though i really dislike that minus one and i think if you're like depending on your uh interest in playing with the list of taboos machete is still probably the king for solo and i'd lean to that or any of the other guardian weapons before i i picked up this one that brings us to the level four version of sledgehammer three cost asset three combat skill icons item tool weapon and melee traits as an action you may fight you get plus one combat and deal plus one damage for this attack so we uh 
change the minus one combat for plus one combat, which is uh, very nice. For three actions, you may fight, you get plus five combat and deal plus five damage for this attack. Again, it takes up the uh, both hand slots. I have to admit, I do like the flavor text on this one, 25 pounds of steel vengeance. This one brings up sort of this, uh, the sledgehammer to the base, plus one combat and plus one damage for an attack, which is, is positive. Gives you a pile of combat skill icons, which works pretty well if you are a guardian and can pick up well prepared. When you're swinging with this, you are swinging at an eight if you use that for that test, which should be enough in most cases if you're especially if you're playing on easier standard the ability to load up one big attack for six damage is uh, pretty nice especially on harder experts so you can pile all your bonuses and damage modifiers into one swing rather than three is pretty nice again two hand slots not a usually i have issues with that but not uh, not if you're playing this in one like daniela what do you guys think I think this is one of Yorick's best weapons now, which is pretty awesome. We were talking about just before we had started recording uh, the combo of Sledgehammer plus Stunning Blow with this card. So you can Ooh. use that three action attack, smack a big boss for six damage, and then evade it. Yeah, especially with a boss like the the Harbinger of Elusia from the Forgotten Age, where you're probably not going to kill it with those with that one massive attack, and it hits damn hard if it hits you. So the ability to to throw a stunning blow on there and evade it is pretty pretty useful. I'd say this isn't bad because if you compare Sledgehammer to another premier level five melee weapon, Timeworn Brand. So Timeworn Brand it gives you infinite charges. It gives you infinite uses of plus two to your combat roll, your combat test, and plus one damage. So Sledgehammer is right behind Timeworn Brand there. Now Timeworn Brand it gives you one shot at doing four damage. This gives you infinite shots at doing six damage at the cost of three actions. This isn't bad. I think the only downside is that you can't move and attack with the big one. So you'll have to deal with that. So I think if you're playing a deck like that, like having some extra ways to move, like um, Safeguard, might be really good in that case. But I think this is actually pretty good, because if you compare it to um, if you compare it to Time Worn Brand, just the infinite use two damage. I, th I think that's pretty good. Yeah, so, we'd be uh, be a bit remiss to mention, uh, like with the level zero version, you had mentioned Man from Lang that you know getting that one big swing in higher difficulties can be yeah. really nice when you only need to pull from the bag once rather than trying to pull multiple times. And especially if you have maybe a Mystic playing Premonition or something like that, then the mm. boom, you smack that thing in the face. Yeah, also, it's, this is Survivor, right? And Survivor, when we're, when we're talking about 4 XP, Survivor has already gotten access to things like Stroke of Luck and U Catastrophe. So, like a Survivor, if they're, hitting, if they're at plus 5, you know, swinging this hammer, basically the only way they're failing is on a tentacle, and U Catastrophe can save your butt. Yeah, so... Like, yeah, and you combine okay. this, say, in the, in the, the good old combo Wendy deck where she wants to kill big things she's even though she's only got one combat she's swinging for six with this thing and dealing six damage and then she gets an, an additional pull from the bag if she mucks it up so if that sort of build interests you this is a a, a yeah, nice Wendy, replacement for the Wendy, baseball bat because wendy gets leo to luca so she's still able to do things like move and then do the big swing uh -huh. yeah so the fact that the big swing takes up 
the whole, all three actions can you know wendy can get around that so that sounds like fun yeah guardians also have access to things like the um uh, police badge which you can use to get an additional action as well as the uh, card galvanize from the nathaniel cho starter deck that gives them a fight action so there are ways to work around the uh that big hit if you need to move and and uh and swing and especially if you are fighting something that is worth dealing six damage to chances are it's going to swing if it gets a chance to swing back at you it's going to hurt and so being able to to move in and swing and have some way of dealing with the damage that's probably going to hit you is is important how would we uh, rate this one i quite like this card i'm going to give it a plus one you know i think with combos like Stunning Blow, and if you're playing Wendy, you've got extra actions and Rogue. Guardians have plenty of plenty of tools to make this more useful. I I like it quite a bit. Yeah, I'd agree. I think um, the fact that how it compares pretty favorably, um, it's not as it's not stronger than, but it's up there with Time Warm Brand, and you know on the low end of the single action, and then you got a lot of interesting opportunities to do um, six damage. And I think especially in Survivor, this thing is quite good. So I'd, I'd say also give it a plus one. This is a, this looks like a fun card. Yeah, I think in, in Guardian, if you're looking for big weapons, I mean, we talked about the Cyclopean Hammer and the Guardian and Mystic Review. So for one extra, exp, for one extra XP, you're getting the Hammer, which may dissuade Guardians from, from picking this one up, but certainly Survivors don't have access to this this kind of firepower that easily so uh, yeah i'll give it a plus one as well i i like this one a lot more than i like the uh the level zero version makes a big difference when you uh put a plus on the combat skill value rather than the minus that's for sure that brings us to the final guardian and survivor card in the box it is protective gear this is a four cost asset that costs two experience points willpower and agility skill icons item and armor traits as a response when you draw a hazard treachery deal one damage and one horror to protective gear cancel that card's revelation effect protective gear enters play with three health and three sanity and takes up a body slot we uh, talked about during our reviews of the uh, revised core set we were not particularly impressed by either bulletproof vest or elder sign amulet this is sort of like those two cards rolled into one which is uh, is nice provides a fairly significant amount of soak at three and three across the board again usually not much competition for the body slot although it seems like we've gotten a lot of cards that uh, that uh, go in the body slot in this particular expansion now, the canceling a hazard treachery, uh, I took a look at the list of hazard treacheries, and there are, was it 60 or 120? or There's quite a few of them, but they tend to be spread out over a lot of different scenarios. The hazard treacheries that uh, most players are familiar with are, of course, Crypt Chill uh, from the core set, as well as Grasping Hands and Obscuring Fog. Of those... I would probably, given the odds, given the chance to cancel Crypt Chill, I would be very happy to do so. The other two, a little bit more situational. What do you guys uh, think about this one? Well, there are certain Guardian investigators that have a abysmal agility score, so maybe canceling that Grasping Hands is worth the one-in-one -one versus the three damage, so 
you know, it's situational, but even if you're not using that ability, I think six soak is pretty good. And it I think it's pretty well costed at two experience. It's a I think it's a little expensive at four resources, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, the three and th the three health three sanity is that's a lot for a uh, especially for something that's not an ally. So that's pretty good by itself. I mean, uh, it's also less XP than uh, bulletproof vest and um, elder sign amulet. So that's that's pretty good. I think some hazard treacheries. I think that tells you a bit about some of the things you're going to be experiencing in Edge of the Earth. And what I'm kind of concerned about is if you run into hazard treacheries that affect multiple players then this gets really good because then you're canceling something that's going to like hurt the team mm -hmm. as opposed to just hurting yourself. And so if you're can if you're if you have it, you know, take 4 points of soak for for you and then you have it um you finish it off in order to cancel something that's going to hurt the team, then this thing is this thing is really nice. I actually I do like this card. It's hard to find a place for it because often enough when you want soak, you're going to just add more allies that do things. So and I guess it's pretty good that this thing, that protective gear, like it, it does something that, you know, might be really important. Yeah, I think the the first investigator that jumps to mind is Tommy because Tommy can recoup that resource cost, and yeah. it take it taking damage is awesome for him. I'm just a little, yeah, I'm a little concerned at like just the four resources is a lot to ask in Guardian, and survivors don't have a ton of resource generation either. And right. I think apart from like take heart and drawing thin, there really isn't much. So, yeah, this this looks like a pretty nice target for Yorick until you you look at that four resource cost. And I'm not too sure how often you're going to want to recur this, but I guess it depends if you maybe take a couple hits and cancel a treachery, a hazard treachery with this. It's not going to stay around that long, and then you might need to bring it back once per game. So. Four resources is a is a pretty significant hit. Uh, I mean, I do like the fact that this has some other ability just besides the soak. And treachery cancellation is has become a lot more common since the corset days when we had ward of protection, and it is available in uh, seeker and survivor to a certain extent. But guardians, their treachery cancellation tends to be kind of wonky, at least if you're trying to cancel something that's targeting you you're usually good at pulling treacheries off of other people or arranging the encounter deck so uh with something like uh what's that one first first, first watch. watch first watch so you can sort of decide who gets what and then they've got that other one that's you can cancel a treachery and then or you can put a treachery under it and then cancel the next version of the treachery that comes um, that is fool pulled. me once yeah fool me once yeah. so it's kind of wonky obviously the treachery cancellation here is is much more limited but crypt chill is one of the biggest threats facing guardians so the ability to to nip that in the bud is is pretty nice how would we rate this one i'm reluctant to go plus one simply because it costs four resources i think if it costs three i'd be willing to go plus one but i'm gonna give it a zero um it's just a little too expensive in most decks but it is a really good ability it does provide a lot of soak it's just four resources i think is just a little too much in guardian and probably survivor too 
Yeah, I'd also I I can get behind that. I I'd agree with a zero, um, because it costs quite a bit and something that expensive it can be hard to justify a deck slot for, unless it does something very like it's pretty good, but it's not like the sexy thing that you like want to like build your deck to do. It's more of a like nice utility card, which you know can be hard to find space for. So I'd also give it a zero. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one a zero as well. I. I actually was very, I'm very tempted to include this in my Daniela deck because it does provide so much soak and some protection against uh, against treacheries. It is worth mentioning that you can play this for slightly cheaper with uh, Bruiser, the uh, the triple class card in this set, but uh, we'll talk about that one during the triple class card uh, review. And, you know, if you were able to play this for two resources... That certainly solves the uh, the, res- the the resource cost issue that uh, that we have with this card. That's going to do it for our look at the Guardian and Survivor multi-class cards in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. Let us know in the comments down below what you think. Do you agree or disagree? Have you had any experience with this cards? Let us know. Any final thoughts? These aren't bad, actually. Like I think. Uh... Especially if you don't have a lot of choices for level zero weapons, Sledgehammer is a good addition to your card pool. I think it's uh, I think it's actually pretty good as far as survivor weapon go, survivor weapons go. And protective gear is um, it's nice to see a body slot item that is not bad. Yeah, it's serviceable. It's a I think it's a very solid one of you know four resources and you know all that stuff that we talked about earlier. Yeah, but yeah, other than that, Sledgehammer is a pretty pretty solid card. I like it. That's going to do it for this episode. If you enjoyed what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you need to contact me, I can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at manfromlang. Until the stars are right, keep your shotgun close and your elder sign closer. Take care out there, and happy investigating.